The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. We are spiritual beings having a human experience. Welcome to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Create a career and a life you love. Welcome to Bring Your Soul to Work with Mo Fall. Welcome to another exciting, exciting show. I have a friend of mine on the line who's joining us, and I'm going to have her hold on for one second before I introduce her. We're going to talk about energy today and all sorts of truths about life. But before we get started, I am delighting in the fact that today's Daily Word, and if you're not a subscriber of the Daily Word and you're listening to Unity Radio, I strongly suggest it. I have been a subscriber of Daily Word for 36 years. A college friend of mine introduced it to me, and that tells you basically how old I am if you want to do that math. Today's daily word is success, and I happen to be a career coach, and my workshop is the Kick-Ass Career Workshop, and I love, love, love helping women up-level their careers, and that's what I do all day long, and I take my executive career that I had for 30-plus years, I packaged it all up, and here's the things that that had me be a success over the years, and I up-level women. And so success to me is a funny, funny word because so many heartfelt, soulful, beautiful people kind of recoil at success because it means that they're being egotistical or that they want things that aren't soulful and loving. Sometimes success has that rub on people. I'm out to change that. I'm out to change the fact that success means that we are in full alignment with our full soulful self. One of my taglines is bring your soul to work. And when we do that, we can be powerful in a way that's not pushy, not aggressive, not against who we really are. So many people I talk to when we talk about their careers and where they're going and what's not going in the right direction, they're like, well, I don't want to be political at work and I'm not that type of person and I don't want to be like my boss because she has to deal with this, that, and the other thing. And they're getting it wrong. They're getting it wrong because being more powerful, being more impactful, having greater influence at work is when your soul is fully aligned. It's not striving. It's not ego. It's not pushing against people. It's not manipulating. Success is true, full alignment. And the daily word today is just a beautiful gift plopped in my lap. Uh, Thursday, May 2nd, that's the day of this live show. I move in the best direction for my highest outcome. That's the daily word, success, today. I move in the best direction for my highest outcome. I give voice to my soul's creative expression in all its forms. With my inventive spirit, I am empowered to strive for greater success. I want to grow and to be the best possible me. My success is measured by the satisfaction of moving in the direction of my best and highest outcomes. As life coach and author Maria Nemeth shares, success is doing what you said you would do consistently with clarity, focus, ease, and grace. And I'm going to circle back on Maria Nemeth when I bring my lovely guest Amy online. With this in mind, 
I give voice to and take action on my innermost yearnings. Flexibility and acceptance help guide me in the fulfillment of my goals and dreams. Grace enables me to move toward my achievements with confidence and a steady spirit. Amy, how about that? Mm. Uh, I told you I would delight you with uh, the daily word today before we got started. (laughs) Amy and I are uh, good friends now. We met in my coaching certification class where she was what they call an angel. So she was helping all of us new learners um, facilitate our process and work with us and practice with us. And Amy and I met, um, it'll be four years in November. And we've been colleagues, compatriots, coaching partners and friends uh, since then. And Amy, welcome to Bring Your Soul to Work on Unity Radio. It's great to have you here. Thank you, Mo. So happy to be here. And wow, what an amazing four years it's been. (laughs) Indeed, it has been. We were just (laughs) talking about how much uh, enjoyment we've had uh, on the ride of life. And uh, you know this, Amy, for knowing me. Um, My life, I don't know, up until... Five, four or five years ago, five years ago, I retired from the big healthcare executive marketplace to do coaching. Um, I know how to be successful, striving and working hard and busting my butt and doing all those right things. And it's taken me and it still will take me for the rest of my living days, uh, practice in ease and allowing. And that is something that you are so freaking good at. And we're going to talk about that today as we talk about our energy being, how to get into our highest version of us, why it's important, and and how great life can be. So we're going to talk about that. And you're a, a self-studied uh, coach expert on the law of attraction. And so many folks listening to this radio show have probably heard that Uh, that phrase and that philosophy, the law of attraction. But as you and I have talked over the years, and um, you're one of the lovely coaches who helps support my clients in my uh, kick-ass career workshop, it's really the law of vibration, which is Mm -hmm. really the law of life. Because this is what it is. It's not like Mm -hmm. something outside there that we turn a switch, just like gravity. We don't flip a switch for gravity and turn it on when it's convenient and turn it off when it's not. This law of vibration is always on, always going for it. So mm-hmm. as we talk through today, Amy, I want to really hone in on, on, on what this is and then talk a little bit about some of the beautiful examples that we either have personally or that we've seen in our clients from your perspective as a coach, as a human soulful being on this planet, what is our energy being? You know, I think our, our energy being is, like you said, it is a vibration. And I'm going to use, in, in, include the word emotion because the one thing mm. we all have in mm-hmm. common is emotions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I was full of emotions and didn't know how to manage them. Uh, yes. I, I call it my, my past life and the things that I went mm. through. And so, you know, I had studied, um, I I started a Sunday school class called Lives of Purpose, so I was really seeking my self-worth. And and I learned that there's the spirit, the soul, as you call it, 
and it's an energy body and it's vibration mm-hmm. and it's our emotional state and how we feel really matters mm. that lets us know whether we're letting all of the life force in or if we're pinching ourselves off a little bit or a mm-hmm. lot. Yeah. And the word, so it's, yeah. yeah, sorry. The word life force, I think is really a good, uh, phrase to describe it. Cause I think most people can, um, relate to that as well. And isn't that the, the prana breath work also? We bring the life force in with our breath, and that's what connects this non-physical with the physical. Uh, go ahead and, and further kind of describe how this works. Yeah, the, the life force, the breath work. I love that you said breath work because um, a lot of times we, we try to get out ahead and do everything on our own instead of utilizing the life force and the energy. And, you know, it's amazing when we just uh, bring our awareness to our breath, we can recognize that there's something that's breathing us. Like we're not in charge of our breath. We can hold it, but we can't stop Mm. it. And when Mm. we connect to that, that energy force and that knowingness that we're not doing it alone, you know, I love to, I love to think about having a universal manager Um, talk about Uh ease and allowing um, I used to, my past life, I was like all out on the raw, ragged edge, all on my own, trying to, <laughs> to carry so much, um, but, but tapping into knowing that, that there is a force that I can ride, that I can allow mm-hmm. to move through me, really brought more, um, I, will call, I will say ease, because when I, when I first heard the word ease, it was actually in our coaching the first time I went through of the coaching program mm-hmm. back in 2007, they had um, core values and the facilitator was putting her words up there and she put the word ease. And I remember mm-hmm. thinking, ease, is that an option in life? Because it's not been on my buffet, <laughs> but it is now. <laughs> and so ever since 2007, I have wanted and, and have tried to incorporate that ease, which is is that life force and the breath is so important to be aware of the breath and just acknowledging it taps you into it. Yeah. And we have lost touch. I don't know that human beings ever really totally were in touch with the ease of life and what it can bring. Because if we look at human history, um, we've been striving and working hard to survive on the physical planet since, you know, human history. And we've, we've moved now into, uh, that most of us don't have to break our backs and bend over and pick our food. We don't have to go out and hunt for it. And um, I've even gotten to the point where I have an app where I get my groceries on the app. I don't even have to go to the grocery store if I don't want to now. <laughs> so the amount of ease I have in bringing food into my house is something that people even probably 20 or 30 years ago would have felt amazingly off the charts. So as human mm-hmm. beings, we, we've moved from, from needing to be the physical strong people to survive all the way through the ages where we've moved out of working hard for work for the most part, although there are a lot of people who work hard for work. I've got a big apartment building going up uh, right in front of my building. And if you hear a little sound there, that's what's going on. And these gentlemen, I would say 99% of them are men, are working hard every single day, sawing and, and, and laying concrete and cement and all. They're working, their bodies are working hard. Uh, 
But most of the people who work in today's day and age aren't working manual labor. They aren't working hard like that. And so we keep moving as a human species where most of us are, are, are working more with our knowledge and our intellect and, and processes. And now we've got computers and information and artificial intelligence now and virtual reality soon and all sorts of things that keep migrating us away from the physical and into the non-physical. And so we seem to see the human being evolving in that direction as well. But our physical body is still the thing that we have that makes us human in this existence. And Mm -hmm. it's the thing that we feel the non-physical with. Like we don't even understand the non-physical except if it weren't for the feelings and you mentioned the emotions that move through us. The life force has with it energy that allows us to basically feel happiness or feel not so happy. And and it's by tuning into the body itself that we can know where we are relative to our own vibrational being. And if we are in alignment, we're going to feel good. And if we are not in alignment, we're going to feel, as you said, the raw ragged edge that we're kind of living there. And when we're living in the lower vibrational states of not feeling good, we're going to be having to work harder, thinking that we have to work harder to overcome that raw, ragged edge because it doesn't feel very good. Talk a little bit about the vibrational scale, Amy, and how we can kind of use this feeling in the body to guide and direct us toward a better feeling state. Yeah, when I started learning about vibration, I actually, um, I took, I was inspired by Abraham Hicks, the Mm -hmm. uh, Ask and It's Given book. And I took that scale, but I added numbers to it. I added colors and um, created something. And it was, and actually my son helped me understand this even more. He was a little guy, but I was learning Mm -hmm. vibration at the time. And he had these huge speakers that his grandparents had got him and he loved music. And he came over and he turned the music up really high and he held a piece of paper in front of the speaker and the the paper floated parallel to the floor from the sound vibrations. And there was something that just clicked with me that day. And I was just like, oh my gosh, Evan, that's amazing that sound vibration can move something like that. And then he goes Mm. on to teach his mother (laughs) that (laughs) the high frequency vibrations don't take much energy, but they move really far um, huh. with a little energy. Like I, huh. I think it's like a tornado siren. You know, like, I, we can hear it uh-huh. all. I heard it this week all across the city. Didn't take uh-huh. much energy, and it traveled really far. Those are those high vibrations. Mm. And then the mm-hmm. low vibrations, they take a lot of energy, and they don't move very far. So you think of the teenagers with the bass playing in their car. You can hear mm-hmm. it about two or three car lengths, but that's about it. And mm-hmm. I tied that to this vibrational scale, which the, the low vibrations are like anger and revenge, jealousy, mm-hmm. insecurity, guilt, unworthiness, fear. Those are low vibrations. When we are operating from those low vibrational states, it's hard. Yeah. And we don't get much done. We, yeah. we don't think, we don't have access to the divine mm-hmm. intelligence that, that is always available to us. But when we are in that lighter state of clarity and joy and appreciation, empowerment, freedom, love, passion, we we have energy. And so anything Mm -hmm. we touch or do, we have that right timing and things become easier. 
from the mm-hmm. higher vibrational state. So when I think of like easy and hard, hard is when I'm, I'm thinking thoughts that are a low vibration because the emotions mm-hmm. come mm-hmm. from our thoughts, not our circumstances. And I was even thinking about right. those hard construction workers, you know, yes. they could totally be having a great time if they're like, Oh mm-hmm. my gosh, I get a, I get paid to exercise my size, my body. And right. they're, taking enjoyment in the creation of a magnificent building like if their thoughts were totally aligned like that they could be enjoying themselves and and not but if they're like oh i gotta come to work absolutely it's hard right that's when i think of ease and hard i think about its thought patterns that we use yes yes wow what a fantastic distinction on sound waves um giving us the actual physical scientific basis for understanding how our energy body law of attraction law of vibration law of life works and one of the things we do have a caller amy so we're going to take her in a second um Mm -hmm. the way that life works really does equal science and scientific principles and so many folks kind of walking around this planet who've heard the law of attraction or who might be um religious or spiritual type of thing. What we're learning now is how much all of this spirituality is in alignment with physical principles of our earthly existence that we never could understand before we had scientific ways to measure it. And and on the vibrational scale that you mentioned, uh, because of your great work and quantifying uh, the work of, of Abraham Hicks, I have the that vibrational scale uh, in front of me on every single day. And it really helps me with my coaching and being able to put words to, um, to help clients move from where they are and identify it to a higher vibrational state. Let's go ahead and take Rajane as a caller and we'll be right back with you, Amy. And I might even actually ask you to chime in. Rajane, hi, welcome to the call. How are you? Jane, are you there? Would you like to say hello or just calling to yeah, uh, listen in? Sorry, I was on mute. Yeah, no problem. How are you? A lot of us do that. I'm doing fine. Um, no, you're good. Thank yeah. Thank you so much. Well, I'm. I'm. Um, I guess I just wanted to say that I've. Uh, I've just started on your pro on your career coaching. Yes. But I'm already seeing a huge difference in the way mm-hmm. I'm feeling about myself. Mm. I was actually just talking to a friend on the phone a few minutes ago, and and she said, well, you know, your voice sounds different. I can feel Mm. that you are at a a better place, more confident. Mm -hmm. Um, And I was telling her about um, this coaching program. And mm-hmm. I and I do agree entirely with what you guys are saying that it's about feeling part of the universe and mm-hmm. vibrating at a higher level. Of mm-hmm. course, it is easier said than done. So yes, I'm, that is that is the true statement as well. Uh huh. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I am here to uh, listen uh, to you guys and uh, and to learn Great. more how to do this with ease. Yes. Aha. <laughs> uh-huh. Exactly. Yeah. And that is the word. Thanks so much for sharing that. And I, uh, I, I humbly accept the, the compliments. And also, it's so beautiful when uh, friends and family see the changes when we move up the vibrational scale and become more wholly happy and more wholly yeah. joyful. The first thing that we get 
joyful about, Rajane, tell me if this is true for you, is about who we are. Because yeah. the outside circumstances, I think from, from knowing you for, what is it, two weeks now? Like the outside yeah. circumstances haven't necessarily totally changed no. per se, but you have changed inside. That's correct. And as so I changed, good. opportunities started showing up. <laughs> and, and I know. I know. And that is exactly what you mm-hmm. what you said on on that initial uh-huh. call. Um, yes, that I participated and then had my clarity call and decided to say yes to me and be part of of this uh, of this yes. uh, program. And and yes. and actually, I've become a big um, advocate for your program because I told <laughs> my you. friend on the phone today. I said. Hey, it would be perfect for you. <laughs> <laughs> no offense, friend, but really, there's there's a better life for you. <laughs> I want to share the good. Yes. <laughs> oh, that's so great. So, if you were if you were to say, Regine, where you were kind of hanging out emotionally um, before before we started working together, or when you first uh, stumbled upon my stuff, what's a, what's a word where you were kind of hanging out? What's a what's an emotional word where you were living before? Mm-hmm. Um, in a uh, can it be a tiny uh, expression? Sure, in sure. a box. Ah, ha, 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 ha. That's in powerless. a box. Powerless in a box. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And yeah. and now where are you living? Same same street address, but where? <laughs> <laughs> what's the, what's the what's the phrase now? Where where are you living now? There are great possibilities out there. Ah. And I can do it. Mhm. Wow. Sorry, I'm I'm verbose. <laughs> yes, no, that's awesome. You know, really when we look at um the emotional guidance scale and um the work that that Amy has done to help us understand this better uh, despair and powerlessness are actually the very bottom of the emotional guidance scale and empowered and optimism are at the very top. Mm. So um, you are vibrating at a very, very different level now and it is absolutely predictable. Predictable. Okay, we're not guessing here. It is predictable that you would have opportunities coming your way. Now, Versus then when you were living in a box. Um, Amy, give us a little bit of insight as well on what Rajane just, thank you, Rajane, for sharing so generously your personal experience. You. Amy, what do you think? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and wonderful, wonderful work that, I mean, in two weeks, how wonderful is that, that she has experienced such mm-hmm. an increase in her mm-hmm. vibrational state. And as you said, yes. Mo, um, you know, powerless despair is 22. Positive expectation is a four. It's up in the green. And, yeah. and I always say, get into the green and then get your thoughts in the green and then take the action. It's, we're, it, we're made here mm-hmm. to take action. But when you're vibrating at a higher state, I like to think of it like a water hose that's been unkinked. The flow uh-huh. can happen. Yes. And mm-hmm. when you're vibrating, it's actually the green and the positive expectation is your natural state of being. So when you're operating yes. at your natural state, there's no restriction, there's no resistance. Um, so everything becomes easier. And so, yes, it is absolutely law 
that things begin to work out for you, which I know is mm-hmm. one of your favorite, everything's always working out for me things. But right. That's yeah. when you, when you, because you can see things, the perspective of life, you are, you have, you have risen above the limited beliefs and you're open to the possibilities. And when you get into that space, the emotions are the first manifestation. And then the outside world reflects back what you're feeling. Absolutely. Rajane, thank you so much for calling and thank you so much for sharing your personal story. And I cannot wait to see what comes next. Uh, as Amy and I say, uh, the better it gets, the better it gets. So you just keep on doing everything, uh, that you're doing and let's, let's pop over to Leslie and, uh, say hello, Leslie, how are you doing today? Leslie from coaching. Hey, Leslie, how are you? We're having, uh, our, our coaching class on the unity radio. Happy to see you. Oops. Looks like she dropped off. Oops, 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 oops. Maybe she'll call back. Uh, We're going to take a break in just a a minute or two. Amy, we're going to come back, and we're going to talk about how this literally does impact and and break down what Jane so generously shared with us. We're going to break that down. How in the world does someone go in two weeks from living in a box and feeling powerless to feeling positive expectation and enthusiasm for life in two short weeks and I got to tell you, um, most people on this planet are living more in that despair and powerlessness and, and, and feeling unworthy. And as you know, the work that we do, Amy, we're all about helping women reclaim their higher version of themselves. And if ladies, if you would, and gentlemen, if you'd like to talk to us, please, 816-251-3555. And if you like what you heard from Jane. You can get on board with that, too, and go visit my masterclass at mofall.com slash masterclass. You can sign up for that free online training program, which I offer all the time. Please go ahead and give yourself the benefit of 45 minutes of great career training and the things that that may be going in the wrong direction for you and how you might be able to fix that. And if you'd like to work with me more, you'll find out on that masterclass, and I'll talk a little bit more about that when we come back uh, for our second half of this beautiful radio show. Amy, again, thanks for joining, and we'll be back talking about exactly how this law of vibration and this law of life works, and can we truly predict what will happen in our lives by tapping into this? We'll be right back. You're listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. If you've been inspired by the programming on Unity Online Radio, we hope you will give your support so others may be inspired too. This online radio network depends on the support of listeners like you to continue operating and expand its outreach. Go to unityonlineradio.org and click on Donate today. 
Here's a Unity Teachable Moment with Rev. Richard Rogers, speaking at Unity San Diego on the power of transformation. Because what I want you to see today is as a culture, even in Unity, we have this belief that we're not quite there yet. And the whole purpose of the whole self-help movement, self-help books and workshops and all the training, is so that your ego can finish the job that God started, right? Like that you're going to help you finish doing the work that God began. Like that you're going to self-help yourself into enlightenment. And we buy that. I mean, we actually think that's real, right? And what if the truth is that you're already there? You're already fully baked. And the whole thing of spiritual transformation isn't really about transforming your spirit, but it's about seeing yourself in the way that God saw you from the beginning. To find a Unity Church near you, visit unity.org. Get your copy of Unity Magazine this month and deepen your spiritual journey. Pastor Nadia Boltzweber talks about the need to make a holy shift. Carolyn Mace gets gutsy with God. Justine Willis-Toms dives into new dimensions. And Alberto Violdo shares an excerpt from his new book, Heart of the Shaman. Subscribe for one year and save $5 off the cover price and get the digital edition free. Go to unitymagazine.org and get a free trial issue today. Did you know you can reach Unity's 24-7 prayer ministry online? You don't even have to give your name to know the prayers have begun for you or those you love. Someone has been praying around the clock at Silent Unity since 1890, and every request is taken into prayer for 30 days. Why not let us pray with you, too? To submit your prayer request to Silent Unity online, go to unity.org and click on prayer or call 816-969-2000. Is life getting you down? Don't worry. Choose happy. Join Dr. Marissa Pay every Thursday at 2 p.m. Central and get ready to shift your outlook. Dr. Marissa is an organizational psychologist and life balance coach who will help you to process the tough stuff. Get real life strategies you can use today to experience more hope and happiness. Call in and join the live show or listen later on demand only on UnityOnlineRadio.org, the voice of an awakening world. Call now with your question or comment. 816-251-3555. That's 816-251-3555. Love your work and your life. This is Bring Your Soul to Work with Mo Fall. And that is what we are doing today. Amy and I are hard at work. Bringing your soul to work, we're talking about the law of vibration, the law of life, the law of truly living. What a great call we had from uh, one of our clients, Rajane. Um, Amy Anfinson is one of my lovely coaches on my team for my kick-ass career workshop, a 12-week workshop, that we basically uh, help women up-level their careers by teaching them how to bring their souls to work and then get them the world-class best strategy on their job getting and or promotions, etc. And on that note, we have a beautiful, wonderful, kick-ass lady herself. Actually, I think she calls herself the badass chick. Leslie, thanks for calling in. How are you today? Hi, can you hear me? Yes, we got you. Oh, great. Hi, Ma. Hi, Amy. (laughs) How you doing, Leslie? 
I'm doing pretty good. I'm just excited to be here today. This is my first time participating in the radio show. That's so great. So great. Well, I can I can brag on you a little bit. Uh, I don't know if you have a specific question you want to bring up to, to either Amy or myself, but uh, I can brag on you totally owning your truth um, in your in your job search after uh, big corporate America said, thanks very much. We're downsizing. And, and here you go. Um, you've totally found who you are and and your true power. Have you not? I have. I have. <laughs> I, I, I have to say, when I was listening to um, Regine, and I, you asked her, uh, how did you feel when you first started with this week? Yeah. I first came across the program, and my word is hopeless. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just really didn't think I would ever get out of that place. And the work that we've done here and so much of it has been emotional and staying in that green and owning my truth. And, um, yeah, it's been difficult, but it's been so worth it. Yeah. You know, um, Leslie, uh, you and I had the, the, the distinct pleasure of me actually conducting your clarity call. Um, I, because of all the women I have, uh, on the calendar every month, every week, um, I can't do all the clarity calls myself personally. So I have a couple of ladies who, who help uh, do those. But I distinctly remember our clarity call. And um, you had lost your job after several decades, actually, at the same place, if I recall. Um, yeah. And not much was happening for you. Um, no. There was some stuff that, that I'll, you know, I hate to use the word triggered because that's kind of like a I don't know. It seems like a bad word. Um, but there was so much stuff that that brought forward for you that the hopelessness that I think that you felt was more about more, not just the job situation, but there was more stuff kind of piled on top of that, um, that I know that, that you've been, um, releasing, let's call it, I was going to say working through, but again, sometimes the words we have in our current language aren't necessarily the best you've you've released and you've opened up yourself what have you found within yourself that is bringing you joy now just believing in myself again that Mm -hmm. has been the biggest thing i did not believe in myself and i really didn't see a reason i didn't have a reason to keep going Mm. I really didn't, and just mm. being able to to find myself again and remembering how much I love that chick. Ah, <laughs> uh-huh. that is that's those are those are good words. That's very precious. Yeah. Yes, and 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 loving on yourself, um, mm-hmm. not something that too many women are taught. No, and it's something that I will say. Even though my vibrational state is high, I, I do still struggle with that sometimes. Mm-hmm. But it, mm-hmm. sure. but I can recognize it now and say, okay, you need to, you need to bring this back. You need to go meditate. You need to do whatever it's going to do to bring you back to yeah. that positive vibrational state, so you can continue to be in the place where you thrive. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Now you have a very technical profession. You have to be smart in your brain. And when you're called on in your work environment, you had to think and organize and estimate things and all that sort of intellectual stuff. Um, as, as, as you know, the work that we do in the workshop uh, does not involve 
necessarily the intellect. It involves right. all the other beautiful parts of who we are. And we do, if we're co-creating in the coaching experience correctly, we do bring you back to loving yourself and seeing how awesome you are. What, what, have, what have you learned about how awesome you are? And, and that also made you good at your work. What did you learn about yourself so far? Oh, wow. There's a few things. Um, I think the biggest takeaway is just how resilient I am. Mm-hmm. You know, how I can, no matter what's thrown at me, maybe I might fall down, um, but I always have the strength within to get back up and keep trying. Yeah, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the mm-hmm. biggest thing. And then just realizing, you know, I'm a, I'm a great person. Hmm. Yeah. So, and, and, you know, we don't always say that because it sounds a little conceited, mm-hmm. but I really am mm-hmm. a great person and, and I needed to own that. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, um, Mm -hmm. I talk about this from time to time. Um, We're on Unity Radio. Unity Radio is is technically under the umbrella of a new thought, which are these folks who in the um, late 1800s, early 1900s, kind of wanted a, a, a bigger vision of Christianity. So they started thinking about how the individual self participates in their spiritual growth and development rather than it just coming all from God. And so the new thought stuff was basically bringing the self into the equation and more of an empowerment of the individual self and soul. And I've been uh, a student, quote unquote, of unity um, since I was introduced to their daily word. And I read the success daily word today at the beginning of the show Um, One of the things that I learned as a young girl growing up Christian, Roman Catholic, is that I was supposed to love my neighbor as myself. I believe that's one of the Ten Commandments in all Christian religions, or even in the the Old Testament. So I think it's even before Christianity, technically. Um, I didn't really learn how to love myself. So (laughs) I I kind of struggle a little bit. Well, okay, okay. I know what love is supposed to look like and that sort of thing. Um, you're right. When we're being raised, we're usually raised that loving ourselves is conceited or egotistical or selfish or greedy. That's kind of how that plays out. Tell me why Tell me why and how that loving yourself isn't that bucket of greed and, and, and selfishness, but it's actually allowing you to be more of a loving version of you. Can you, can you break that down for us a little bit? Um. I, I guess the best way I could say that is that there's an old saying, um, I might get this wrong, that um, you can't expect anybody else to love you if you don't love yourself. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. <laughs> and so when you love yourself, then you're projecting and bringing your best self to everything. So, yeah. So it's imperative that you do that. Because, you know, you can't, it's just like when you get on the airplane and they do the safety briefing and they say, well, if you have a kid, you put your oxygen mask on first and then you put mm-hmm. on them. You've got to make sure that you've got the oxygen and you've got the power mm-hmm. and that you're okay. healthy before you can bring that to anybody else. And so that's Absolutely. what I, you know, really gotten out of that. And when I think back on it, that's who I was before. I, 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 you know, I guess I just kind of let life beat me down, but I always 
Mm-hmm. That was one of the tenets, just like you, that I learned in church, and I and really just mm-hmm. stuck with me. And whether mm-hmm. it's work or friendship or my family, um, mm-hmm. you know, I always try to live by that. You know, yeah. just treat people like I want to be treated. That's it. The golden so, rule, right? That uh, again, right. you know, so many of us might have missed that um, loving this. Uh, so the golden rule of how do I want to be treated? Well, meanwhile, there's like this secret thing going on inside many of us uh, condemning uh, ourselves with these little silent beliefs. Um, Amy, what what types of energy do these negative beliefs kind of take up? And how does that play into the, the whole aspect that Leslie's talking about? She felt, she felt uh, hopeless and now... I got to say, just knowing her, she's optimistic, uh, has positive expectations about her life. What Tell us about the negative beliefs and what type of energy that takes up and how that works. Yeah, and I, I think what it really does is it, it doesn't allow the energy to flow. So in other words, there's, mm-hmm. it's like a bank account at negative versus <laughs> a bank account full and abundant. And mm-hmm. so when we're thinking low vibrational thoughts about ourselves, we, you know, and I, I like to say it from this standpoint, we all, when we came in these physical bodies, we have this inner being that is still connected with all that is. We're like extensions of God. And yeah. when we're not plugged into that, like it's, it never criticizes us, ever. And when we <laughs> criticize okay. ourselves, there's a gap. So that gap, we feel it by our emotions when we're not aligned with our inner being's perspective and point of view of self. And so we don't have the energy because we don't have that life force flowing through. But when we reach for those better feeling thoughts that align us with the the truth of who we are, our birthright, number one, we feel it, we have the energy, Mm -hmm. and we have access to the collective consciousness that can guide us um, to anything that our heart desires. Yes, indeed. Wow, that's really, really great. Um, you know, a negative bank account is tough to spend. And yeah. when when we have a negative <laughs> bank account, a negative energy account, a negative sense of self, a negative sense of life, uh, we are efforting to make up for the deficit. We're like working hard. We everything is effort. We're dragging our body through life. We're we're bitching and moaning about stuff because the only way we can get any morsels of energy is to complain and, 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 and connect with negativity because that is our attractor pattern. And that is the only thing we know how to latch on to to try to get any, any dimes and nickels into the bank account. We're like, oh, come on, come on. And so when we're in that negative vibration, that depletion space, it's predictable. It's guaranteed that we're going to attract more depletion, more negative, because the attractor pattern of our vibration is what is the key to this increasing the vibration. So we must, in order to change our life, the only thing to change our life is to increase our vibrational pattern. So, Leslie, I got to say, your hopeful, hopefulness now versus hopelessness is what's going to guarantee mm-hmm. getting on track job-wise, career-wise. And can we just say it wouldn't have happened without you increasing your vibrational level? Because there's no way you can go back to a prosperous, wonderful, beautiful job 
and re-enter after the defeat. And I know how it feels. I've been, I've lost my job several times in my career as well. It feels like we are defeated. Um, and then when we stay in that space, we keep getting defeated because that's our, our vibrational level. What vibrational level are you at now if you had to say a, a, a word or two? Hmm. Um, I, I'm, hmm. I don't know what the word is. I don't want to say content. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm happy. Mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. fulfilled. Mm-hmm. Um. I'm I'm not jumping up and down today. <laughs> but, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. But I'm yeah. I'm in a good place. I'm in a yeah. I'm a great place actually. Yeah. 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 You know the funny thing is um and this is this is the one of the weird parts about getting into alignment, the ups and downs of life even out a bit. And you know, I think because of your your uh professional background, you probably understand um about how uh, good quality means more consistent graph. So if you're going up and down, you have poor quality. Even if you have great quality, sometimes you're going to have lower quality. Oftentimes you want to even out the graph. So good quality means that the variation is reduced. Variation is reduced. Variation is reduced. So what happens when you get aligned is your variation in life is reduced. So those high highs and those low lows start to compress on on, on the graph and you're like living content, living kind of happy. And you don't need the high highs to feel like you're living life. You're just like in in alignment and in this vibrational zone where you're just attracting good stuff and attracting experiences and people and places and things that just feel good and right. Um, Leslie, I'm delighted that you called in today. And uh, Amy and I are both uh, blessed to work with you and to know you on a deeper level. And I'm I'm really, really happy to see you uh, shining from the inside, and we have absolutely 100% uh, expectation, positive expectation of your beautiful next little teeny little step into getting you back into a prosperous uh, position where you're going to feel awesome and you're going to be that badass IT chick. And folks, if you're looking for someone who's in the IT space, you can email me and I'll introduce you to Leslie. Um, Thanks again for calling. And Amy, we're going to jump over to another caller here. Tina is with us. Hello, Tina. How are you today? Hi, Miss Mo. How are you? Good, good. What's going on with you today? Um, I was just listening to you, to you and Miss Amy. Uh, uh, Miss Amy just said that you always try to stay in a green uh, vibrational mode. Um, yes. I'm not sure whether I am in a green mode all the time or not, but I... Um, my couple of things are um, how do I increase my vibration because I, I don't think I'm in a great mode all the time. I think okay. too much. Um, the second thing mm. I do is, um, I mean, I have seen um, when I am in between the people at work or anywhere, I don't feel like I'm visible. Um, I do meditation. Ah. I do prayer. I do break. I do journaling. I do physical exercise every day. I, I have watched all of your videos, and I try to grab okay. as much as I can, but I am okay. not there. <laughs> uh-huh. Well, what do you think's missing, Tina? That's the question I am asking every day to myself, and I don't have the answer. Mm-hmm. Okay. So here's the, here's the funny thing. Um, it sounds like you're doing the right things. But maybe the being inside of you is still a little bit lost. Maybe the feeling state 
might not quite be emerging out of all of this doingness. So if you were to say, I don't know, right now, basically, like, how do you feel right now? Like, just give me a, a word or two. How do you feel? I feel right. whenever I listen to you, I feel so good. I mean, my husband always talks about that. He tells me that you have this. I mean, he, yeah, he doesn't he doesn't know you uh, per se, but he say he say he always tells me that you have this person's uh, calls or videos all the time on, and I looks like you like her so much, and that's what I I would say happy. <laughs> uh-huh okay so when we have thank you very much and i'm i'm delighted and pleased that that i'm able to have that effect um when we have let's just call it situational happiness so you're happy when you have a situation where you're listening to something inspirational i totally understand that believe me for years and years decades actually i was that's that was how i lived my life also and it was mostly as a counterbalance to feeling not so much that way at work or or deep within and i didn't even realize that i was living with this silent story of not being good enough not being good enough not being good enough not being good enough and if you look at the outside of my life i had a good job and i went on nice vacations and i drove a cool car i lived in a nice house i had a silent story i had a silent story Mm -hmm. that lived inside of me that i was basically covering up kind of out of habit because it didn't really jive with who I wanted to be or how I wanted to see myself. It conflicted with my identity. And oftentimes, this is exactly how us beautiful, physical, soulful, complex creatures work. If there's something that's just not in how we want to deal with things, we have this denial mechanism. It's a pretty a uh, common uh, phrase out there, denial mechanism, basically covering it up. Uh, I don't want to pay attention. I don't want to pay attention. It starts to come out in a variety mm-hmm. of different ways. Uh, eventually, for me, it came out as cancer. And it wasn't until the breast cancer diagnosis that I had until I mm-hmm. really, really, really saw what was really playing inside in the inner tapes of, of my soul that I didn't want to see and I was working hard and I was trying to have the life I wanted and I was trying to love everyone and be that person. And I was for all intents and purposes, kind of that person, but there was stuff inside deep. Amy, give Tina a little bit of insight about what I'm talking about from your perspective. Yeah. So when, when we are operating and doing all the time and doing all the right things, there's a, there's a part of us, that it's it's the being state it's like just the 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 feeling state and so you know you mentioned about getting into the green um that you're you don't feel like you're in the green um and and i would say that i I don't know that anybody's in the green all the time and Mm -hmm. it's it's about um it's really about having some more self-acceptance with yourself and i'm also going to say finding the right support that's a huge thing. It's like learning how to tune in to your own inner guidance. But if you have the right external support, as your husband was saying, as you're mis- listening to Mo all the time, it brings your <laughs> vibration up. So the support is really important, but also just the um, not beating yourself up when you're not in the green because it's, it's having that acceptance of all your emotions. So I don't want to put on that, oh, it, being in the green is where you're supposed to be all the time. I, it, I, I think it's about... being aware, I call it emotional awareness, being aware of where you're at 
and then being willing to do something to help your thoughts, your thinking, your perspective of self and your situation improve um, versus the doing part. Because a lot of times we just take action without tuning in and being aware, like Mo was saying, not being aware like that silent story that's going on. It's being aware, number one, of how you feel, and number two, what am I telling myself? And so it's that awakening of having that conversation with yourself, not being in denial, but being able to um, express with yourself or with even someone else that can help you how you're really feeling um, and not being ashamed of it, not feeling bad that you're feeling this. Because a lot of times we don't address, we go in denial because we feel ashamed. Oh, I shouldn't feel this way. I want to be positive. I Mm want to be this uplifter. And so we don't give ourselves permission to truly feel what we're feeling. So mm-hmm. I, I never want to uh, let on like, oh, you just operate in the green all the time. No, it's about feeling everything and not judging yeah. your emotions or your thoughts and uh, being able to bring them out to the light so that you can find another perspective of self, of the situation. Um, and that's how you elevate yourself into the green. You know, um, Tina, some of the stuff that Amy is talking about, um, I, I will tell you from a human nature perspective, Perspective, um, and Leslie is a good example as well. Often us mm-hmm. human beings need some type of traumatic experience to crack us open. And um, what we try to avoid in our kick-ass workshop and in the work that I do is to try to help women open up to their awesome selves without needing that external crack. But often that is what we need. Um, you may want to just check in as you're, as you're meditating and um, spending time getting inspired uh, you may want to use that safe feeling space to just go a little bit deeper into what you're feeling and is there something maybe in conflict or something that's kind of bumping up against the good feeling state and just tune in, tune in, tune in to to who you are and what you're experiencing. Um, I will tell you, um, if you if you book a clarity call, uh, I'd be happy to see if I can take your call personally since you called into my radio show. Um, you could book that at mofall.com slash give me clarity. And I'd be happy to dig a little bit deeper. Don't want to put you on the air going into some deeper stuff here, but chances are there may be some things um, that we could uncover um, and illuminate a little bit for you. And then uh, perhaps help you if not um, send you another direction, but happy to see if we could help you. Um, I think Leslie's story is a common one. However, losing a job, uh, sometimes having a, a negative work experience, a toxic environment, a bully boss, not getting a promotion that was thought we were going to get, or just working our butts off uh, to exhaustion. So, um, Tina, I'd be happy to look out for your clarity call, and um, please feel free to put on that. There's a little form to fill out. Uh, let me know that we spoke on the on the radio show, and I'd be happy to uh, personally make sure we can speak together on the clarity call. And thanks sure, a lot sure. for calling in today. And Thank thanks you. for being such a great, such a great fan. I really appreciate that. Uh, it feels really good for the for the work I do. Thank you. I love your videos and everything. I have one personal request, actually. Sure. Hello. Uh, yes. Go ahead. Uh, all of you, all of your Unity radio shows are not on the um, saved. Um, um, what do you call you on on your site? Because sometimes no. uh, on Thursdays, if I'm not home and uh, if I want to watch it later, mm-hmm. it's not showing. Yes. Up. 
Yeah, you have to go to actually Unity Radio's uh, website, which is unityradioonline.org. And then you can uh, backslash uh, bring your soul to work or backslash. You can search for me on Unity Radio's website. So because it's their radio show, I have to host all these episodes there. So um, you know what? If you um, if you pop me an email, mo at mofall.com, we'd be happy to send you that link. Oh, okay. And the, yeah, then I, you can I, access I missed, all those. I, the one, I, I have missed the one that you had, one with the self-care. Okay. Or I, all I right, well, how to love yourself or something. And, okay, yeah. look, at, you, look at you knowing my episodes. Uh, sure, <laughs> okay. okay. I'll be happy, if you send me that email, I'll be happy to send you the link so you can access all of the shows. They get, they get back on uh, the archives for Unity Radio in uh, 24, 48 hours or so, so uh, they're all, all right. going to be sitting there for you. We'd be happy to help you out with that. Thanks so much all for right. calling. And Amy, thank you so much for joining today, learning about energy being, energy vibration. You can catch Amy and I both in my Kick-Ass Career Workshop and the way in on that is to book a clarity call at mofall.com slash give me clarity. See you next week on Bring Your Soul to Work. Thanks again, Amy. Thank you for listening. This is Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Since 1977, Omega Institute in New York's beautiful Hudson Valley has hosted some of the best spiritual teachers and social visionaries, sharing their messages of hope, healing, and transformation. On the Dropping In podcast, hosted by Emmy Award-winning producer Callie Alpert, you will enjoy in-depth interviews and conversations with people like Pema Chodron, Jack Kornfield, John Kabat-Zinn, and many others on the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Also, check out the video series on Spotify. Spotify.